Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. It is my joy to be with you guys today. If you are new to the show, there is an episode releasing every Monday on charismapodcastnetwork.com. You can also go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, uh, Audible, anywhere podcasts are listened to. And make sure to go to YouTube as well. Like and comment on these videos. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Our video content is on there as well. And if you tuned in to a previous episode, you know that my wife and I are planning a church in Dallas, Texas called Awaken Dallas. And our first interest night and worship gathering is going to be on February 17th. Um, it's going to be in the heart of Dallas at a venue there. And so make sure to click the link below, awakendallas.com. You can also go to our Instagram and our Facebook page to know exactly where the gathering is. It's February 17th. It's a Friday night at 7 p.m. And so make sure to join us if you're in the Dallas area. If you want to find out more information, if you want to worship with us, experience the love and the power of God with us, make sure to join us on February 17th for a launch night. And so I want to share with you a scripture that isn't a fluffy scripture, but it gets a little, it gets nice. But here's the deal. We need to love the encouraging words of God, but we also need to embrace and love the corrective words of God. And we need to understand that he's a father and fathers don't just say, oh, it's all good. Just do whatever you want. Destroy your life and put your hand on the, you know, in the fire and get burned and, you know, run your truck into a wall or whatever. And it's okay if you get hurt. Like, no, fathers direct. Fathers bring instruction. Fathers love, affirm, encourage, call out identity. Um, and also speak life into our purposes, but then also fathers correct at times. And it says in Hebrews chapter 12, it says in Hebrews chapter 12, that we be illegitimate children of God if we did not receive his chastisement and his, um, his, his discipline. And so this is vital and it's, it's something, if we're going to walk in the fullness of God, and if we are going to mature, if we are going to have our character strengthened, if we want to have longevity in the kingdom of heaven, then we need to be open to his encouragement and also his discipline. And it says that discipline does not feel good when it's happening, but it bears fruits of righteousness in our lives. And so I probably need to go into this even deeper on a, on a, on another episode here. But if we are going to walk in the fullness of Jesus and truly be a light in this generation, and if we're going to manifest the nature of God, not just the power of God, but the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. If we're going to walk in these things, then we need to allow the Lord to fortify us and to build our character. And we need to partner with God in that. He's not going to force it. He's not going to control us into it. He wants a yes. He wants to partner with us in it. And the Lord will highlight areas of our lives that need to be transformed by his grace. It says in Romans 12, 1, that we are to lay our lives down as a spiritual sacrifice, which is our reasonable service of worship. And then it goes on to say how the renewing of the mind transforms us so that we'll know what the perfect, good, and pleasing will of God is. And so oftentimes the Lord will highlight something in us that needs to be ripped out or needs to be transformed by his truth because it's a lie that we believe. Something needs to be broken off of our lives so that we can lay down and say, have it, Jesus. We lay down on the altar. He provides the fire. He burns it up. But then there's a process of renewal. Now we need to be quick to repent, 
when that sin springs up again in our lives. And then we need to be, we need to renew our minds. And it may take a little bit of time. There may be a process here. The Lord rips out roots and he, he, you know, we lay down and we sacrifice things in our lives, but then it takes a little while because our minds have been renewed to think a certain way, live a certain way. And even so, even though he pulled it out and break it, it broke it off us spiritually. Now we need to be quick to repent when it manifests in our lives again. And we need to keep trusting and believing it. We, we were set free, even though we still have this process of renewal, this process of walking it out in transformation. We were set free. We're not going to go back and believe that we're still in bondage. The Lord didn't do anything. No, he did pull it out of our lives. He did touch it. He did transform it with his truth. But now if this thing, because we have an unrenewed mind in that area, because this thing manifests here and there in our lives, we're not going to get discouraged. We're going to be quick to repent. And then also, we're going to keep renewing our minds. We're going to gather a handful of scriptures that we could memorize, that we could meditate on, that we could speak over our hearts, that we could that we could renew our minds with because we're renewed and transformed by the renewing of our mind by the word of God, by his truth. And so that being said, um, I want to read a section of James chapter four today. And it's it's a passage that talks about repentance and there's some very strong terminology here. And so um, I'm going to start reading. This is James chapter 4. And um, I'm going to read a, a bunch of verses, but it's I'm going to start with verse 4. And he says, You adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? Therefore, whoever wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says to no purpose, he who jealously desires the spirit whom he has made to dwell in us, but he gives a greater grace. Therefore, God is opposed to the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Submit therefore to God, but resist the devil and he will flee from you. And I want to highlight verse eight, come close to God and he will come close to you. I, I, I prefer another version where it says draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be miserable and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned the morning, your joy into gloom. Humble yourselves in the presence of the Lord, and he will exalt you. And you might say, that is pretty rough. But listen to this. It's not about us being sinners and us being adulteresses. That's not our identity. But we act that way when we live a certain in a certain manner. And so he's saying, is there any, let's just really think about this for a second. Is there an area of our lives where we're friends with the world. And I'm not talking about being in the world like Jesus was, loving people that are living a certain way but not participating in their deeds and we're shining a light and we're being strong and we're not succumbing to the lifestyle of others that are trapped in the world in sin. And I'm not I'm not talking about that because we need to be that, but I'm talking about areas of our life that are that are conformed to the ways of this world, like it says in Romans 12 too, not to be conformed to the ways of this world. Are there areas of our lives that are conformed to the ways of this world? Are we prideful? Are we self-centered? Are we drinking too much? Are there, is there drug abuse in our lives? Are we, are we lusting? Is there like, are we greedy for money? Are we concerned, fearful about money? Are we in doubt? Do we not believe God wants to use us? Do we not believe in the gift of healing? Do we not believe in the supernatural? Like that's worldly stuff too. And so are there areas in our life the Lord wants to touch and he wants us to lay down on the altar so that the fire of his love can purge us in a deep way and we could live free because God's not mean. The reason why he wants 
he jealously yearns for the spirit within us and he's a jealous lover and he doesn't want to share us with another and he wants all the idols that come down in our lives is because he knows what's best for us. He knows that when we give these bondages to him and when we lay down our lives and we lay down lifestyles that do not reflect who we are as his children, then there is a freedom, there is a joy, there is a righteousness, there is a peace, there is a a cleansing that takes place and it's like so amazing. Our eyes are lit up. We're set on fire for God. There's so much power that was released through our lives. Our heart becomes soft again. We become tender again. Sin does not change the way God thinks about us. Sin does not harden God's heart towards us. He does not turn his back on us, but sin has the natural effect that it hardens our heart. It desensitizes us. We get seared in our conscience. That's what sin does. It engrosses us. A bitter root defiles us, the scripture says. And so He's a jealous lover. He says he jealously yearns for the spirit. He wants our full attention. He wants all of our affection. He wants our lives, not because he's mean. He wants to take fun things out of our lives. Those fun things become bondage over time. And we have no clue. If we think that the world and the things that we have are great and we're afraid to lose them or we we don't want to live the way the Bible prescribes, then We don't know Jesus. We haven't seen him in his wonder, in his beauty, in his majesty. And we don't truly believe that he is who he says he is. And we could walk in the abundant life that he says that we could walk in and we could have joy, peace, and righteousness in the Holy Spirit, which is the kingdom of God. Sin is not your friend. It destroys you. And we think that we could play with it in seasons But then you'll see three months from now, six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, that you're trapped in a bondage that you never wanted to be trapped in. Sin promises you something that it cannot deliver on. It takes you further than you want to go. And if we're going to thrive and not just survive in 2023, and we're going to step into the fullness of God's purposes in our lives, then we need to assess our hearts and say, God, is there any area of my heart that has that enmity with you? Am I a friend in the wrong way with the world in an area of my heart? Is there doubt? Is there unbelief? Is there lust? Is there pride? What is it, God? And go to the roots and he will highlight the issue and then he will speak truth into you and when he will set you free with the truth. We know the truth and the truth sets us free. And so I'm going to highlight, I love this part because all it's saying is humble yourself before God, come to him, lay it down. This is our reasonable service of worship. He's worthy of our lives. We are bought with a price. Our lives are no longer our own. We were bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And so humble yourselves before God and he will exalt you. He wants to exalt us. But we need to humble ourselves before him and lay down our agenda to take up his, to lay down our kingdom to take up his. And it says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And listen, it's not about proximity. It's not that he's far away and when you draw near, he comes close. Or when you repent, he comes close because he turned his back on you. That's, that's fallacy. That's not correct. It's not about proximity because he is Christ in us, the hope of glory. He's Emmanuel, God with us. The apostle Paul said, do you not know that you're a temple of the Holy Spirit? We're a spiritual house for God, that he cleansed us and he made us that way. That was his idea. And so it's not about proximity. It's not about truly how close we are. It's about a manifestation of his presence. 
And so when we sin, the Holy Spirit doesn't leave our body and come back when we repent. That's ridiculous. Jesus Christ cleansed us inside and out, and he put his spirit in us. And when we sin, there's a grieving feeling that we have in our spirit, but he never leaves. He never turns his back. That feeling that we have in our spirit of this isn't right. That grieving sense that we have or that conviction that we get is just so that we could say yes to his nature within us and say no to that temptation. It's this jealousy that's burning on the inside of us for our full heart. And so when we draw near to God in times of trouble, in times of stress, anxiety, depression, fear, when we draw near to God in our sin and our brokenness and our bondage, when we draw close to God, we humble ourselves because we're not going to the world. We're not going to a guru. We're not going to, you know, an individual that can't really help us. We're not going to money or a substance, but we're coming to him. That's humility. So when we come to him, and we draw near to him in our hearts and sincerity. It says in Hebrews chapter 10, draw near with sincerity of heart and full assurance of faith. When we draw near with faith and sincerity and we humble ourselves, he manifests his presence to us. And his presence will bring whatever you need in that moment. Is it peace? Is it comfort? Is it joy? Is it a healing wave? Is it a refreshing in his presence? Is it just a, a strengthening in your spirit? Is it a word of knowledge? Is it, is it a vision? What is it? What do you need? Because he will be that supply for you. But we need to humble ourselves and we need to draw near unto him so he can manifest himself to us because he's, he's waiting. Yeah, he's there, he's in you, he's with you and he's waiting for you to turn your heart to him. And the beautiful thing is, is that he's the one that initiated the whole thing anyway. It's his Holy Spirit that's wooing daily. It's Holy Spirit, this is our heart and the Holy Spirit is wooing us daily and then our heart draws near and responds to a wooing of the Spirit and he even gives us power to draw near. He's the one that initiates us drawing near to the Father so the Father can respond to us. So nothing is of our own, nothing is of our power. It's all him, he's, he's everything, he's Christ all all in all. He's the initiator and he's the responder. And so that being said, is there an area of your life that is at enmity, enmity with God? Is there an area of your life that you're negatively in friendship with the world and it doesn't need to be a gross sin? It might not be pornography. It might not be, you know, abuse of some kind. It might not be a large something that's like, wow, that's defiling sin. But it might be doubt in an area of your life. Do you doubt his provision for you? Do you doubt his care for you? Do you doubt that he's with you? Are you scared to move into the next season of your life? Has there been sleeplessness, anxiety, fear in your life? He wants to rip that fear out. He wants to show you that he's good and that if God be for you, who could be against you? And so let's just take a moment here and you can do this on your own, but do it with me if you'd like. Let's just take a second. Father, I pray that you are wooing your bride. I know that the Holy Spirit is drawing each individual to lay down their lives on your altar so that you could provide the fire and you could highlight lies and you could reveal truth. Holy Spirit, move mightily in their hearts, move mightily in their lives. And if there's... For, for those who are listening or watching right now, just say, Lord, I'm sorry for being in pride. I'm sorry for being in fear. I'm sorry for watching pornography. I'm sorry for lusting. I'm sorry for hating myself. I'm sorry 
for the anxiety I'm feeling. God, reveal the root. Just talk to him. Reveal the root. What is the source here? And give me your truth, God. Give me your truth. And let the presence of Jesus, may his love, may his kindness, may his mercy, may his grace pour out right now like a waterfall because he loves you and he loves you and he loves you and he loves you and he loves you. And And it's his love that frees us. It's his love. It is jealousy over our lives that pulls things out that aren't supposed to be there and imparts things that are meant to be there. And so we thank you, Father, for that. May 2023 be the greatest year yet. The future is bright in your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in week after week to Awaken Podcast. Uh, Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get out to more people so they can be blessed, they can be strengthened, they can be challenged by the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'll talk to you next time on Awaken Podcast. Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, Just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter his presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. But connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to be free from self-condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to um, have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours, you know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus. And so I just want to present this to you immersed in His glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.org, lifepouredoutintl.org. TL.org, or you can go to destinyimage.com. The audiobook is available as well on amazon.com, as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com. And so bless you guys. Grab a copy of Immersed in His Glory. Thank you.